last minute thing, but I'm happy to do my part and help out. I'm sitting there thinking as they were singing, Jesus loves me, what a, what a thought. If he didn't, where would I be? But I'm just thankful to be here, thankful for all these kids, and thankful for my church. Glad that I've got a place to go where I can gather with my, my church family and, and worship God. And, and more importantly to me is I'm glad I've got a place I can bring my granddaughters and they can learn from little on up just like I did. Uh, you know, there's, it's, it's not impossible for somebody to come in at an older age and get saved even if they've never been to church a day in their life. But it sure makes it a lot easier when they start this age. It's, it's good to be here. I'm glad for everybody that brings their kids to Sunday school. And I'm glad we've got an adult class where I can continue to grow. But at this time, we're going to ask Brother Ryan to dismiss us. Jay, Jay said he was thankful for the church, and I, Wednesday night after church, I told, I walked up here and <clears throat> met Terry coming down off the here. I, I said, "Boy, we sure got a good church." And I thought after later on after I got home, I thought I said that wrong. I, I should have said the Lord sure blessed us with a good church, because it ain't it ain't us. I mean, we got we got our little part in it, every one of us. But it, it, except the Lord, I, I quoted just a, just a little while ago. Except the Lord build a house, they labor in vain that build it. And God sure has blessed this church beyond measure. And uh, 
on the same token, I've seen I've seen other churches that God had blessed, and it went on for a while, and they, and they wasn't doing too good. And uh, if if we let if we let down, if we just like Vic used to quote a scripture all the time, a little sleep and a little slumber, so cometh our poverty. Now, I didn't quote that exactly right, but uh, God, will, God will bless us, and we don't, we don't deserve God's blessings. I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to say that. But now, if you, if you read back in Malachi, he said, he said, try me and see if I won't open you the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that you will not be able to contain. And uh, so if, if, I, if I do my part, God will bless me. But he blesses me because he loves me. Uh, it's not, uh, they don't come automatic, I guess. But anyway, our lesson this morning and this ought to be a real good lesson. Ought to be. If the Lord, if the Lord will help us, it will be. Uh, Blaine said he, he kind of envied me this lesson. And I, I, I'd let him have it if he wanted it. But uh, this, this should be a real good lesson. And I've, I told him I. I went to bed about every night this week thinking about this lesson, one part or another in it, and I woke up a few times at night thinking about it. And uh, so God will help us. It's a good one. It's in the sixth chapter of the book of Ephesians, starting at the 10th verse. And uh, said, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Finally, he'd been, he was given instructions in the first part of this chapter, different, different instructions. Now, I don't want to get into those. We ain't got time. But he's, then he said, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and, uh, and in the power of his might. Now, we don't, as far as God's work's concerned, I know we're supposed to study, and we're supposed to, in order to teach or preach or sing or whatever our job is, we need to be prepared to do that job. The very, I believe if, if somebody's going to, I'll use singers for instance, if somebody's going to sing, they ought to learn their songs the very best they can and do the very best job that they can possibly can from a natural standpoint but then it's the Lord's work if, if that goes right back to what I quoted if, except the Lord build a house they labor in vain to build it so we got we got to lean on God and I told Blaine I've told Blaine the same thing that's the hardest job I've got it don't bother me too much to get up in front of a crowd anymore. I've been doing this a long time, and it, it don't bother me. People getting up and going in and out, 
don't bother him much anymore. Used to. What bothers me is if I get up here and stutter around and stumble around and, and don't never get into the lesson. And uh, God's Word, uh, the Bible said it was the book was written by holy men of God, wrote as they were moved upon by the Holy Ghost, and it takes that same Holy Ghost to reveal that to us. So pray for us. So finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. And uh, God commanded us to be strong in the Lord. And the Bible wouldn't have said that if we couldn't do it. Now, every one of us got different gifts. Uh, we done talked about some of those. But there's a bunch more than that. We've all got different gifts and different jobs that we do. But we need to be the very strongest that we can be to do that job. And that's by the help of the Lord. God, in the book of Peter, said he'd given us all things that pertain unto life. And I thought about this. This, this is about putting on the whole armor of God. And... Uh, God provided, and we say a lot of times that God, God gave us everything we need, and he has. Everything that we need to do our job for God is available to us. I'll, I'll, say, I'll say it that way, because if I don't put on the whole armor of God, I'm not going to have it on. There's a lot of things in here that God's provided for us that he told us to take care of to do it. And uh, so be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. And if you're strong in the Lord, you're going to be strong. There's no power on earth that can compare to God or anywhere else for that matter. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. And the Bible said, resist the devil and he'll flee from you. That's a promise of God. And it wouldn't be in the book if it wasn't so. You can resist the devil and he'll flee from you. Now, how do you resist the devil, though? I've, did you ever, did the devil ever get in your head trying to tell you something, tempting you with something evil or whatever, or wasn't right, and you just keep arguing, keep arguing, keep arguing, pretty soon you lose the argument. Now, you, you was resisting him in this right here. Now, in order to resist the devil right, God's got to be in the arrangements. I've I've had I've had problems before and I've told them about them, get off on my knees and pray and God move it right out move the devil right out. And I'd been trying for all day long, and didn't didn't wasn't making no headway. By the help of the Lord, we have power over the devil. And uh, he'll he'll disrupt our worship. 
and our the things that we have to do at home, our praying, our reading, our studying, the devil will get in the way of all of that if we'll let him. But anyway, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. And he said, uh, our adversary, the devil, goeth about seeking whom he may devour. So he's after every one of us every, every day. And I've, I've said this a lot of times. If, if the devil ain't bothering you, you need to check yourself because he might have you already where he wants you. And uh, if he can get us, he, he don't necessarily all the time want to get us out in the world doing evil, ungodly things. If he can just get us to where we ain't doing godly things, he's got us where he wants us. The Bible said, he that knoweth to do good and do it not, to him it's sin. So if, if I've got a job to do and I know it, and I don't do it, I've sinned. And, uh, but anyway, we can, we can resist the devil. For we, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Now, the guy that wrote the commentary on this uh, is way off, but they are a lot of the time. But he was, he was saying, well, he's, he's way up there toward heaven somewhere the devil is and uh, there, there are people that said Satan was in heaven was an angel of God and was cast out not a word of that not a word of that according to scripture now there's a scripture that does say this how art thou fallen from heaven O Lucifer and I can't quote that all but then it comes right on down and says Thou exaltest thyself unto heaven. So the devil, the devil's just trying to exalt himself into, into God's position and never has been there and never will be. There's never been, there's never been any sin in God's heaven. None. And if the devil had been there, there'd have been sin there. If the devil was in heaven. Now, he, the closest to heaven the devil ever was was down in my soul. And, uh, and God cast him out of there and his goods with him and he can't get back. He don't, the Bible said we are dead and our life is hid away with Christ in God and when Christ, who is our life, shall appear, then shall we also appear with him in glory. I, we're hid the devil can't find us. Now, he works on this flesh. We already talked about that. But we, we struggle against principalities and powers. It's a constant battle. Satan's going to bug us. Paul said, when I would do good, evil's present. So when you come to church... You can look out the devil, the devil's right with you. You remember Job, it said, 
there was a time when the sons of men come together to present themselves before the Lord. That's, they come to church. And Satan presented himself also. Now the Lord come with me this morning. But Satan did too. Yeah. And he'll cause he'll cause us to have all kinds of problems and our minds wander and different things. Maybe nothing real bad, but just get our minds off of what's going on in church. And we don't humble our heart and, and pray and get in the service like we ought to. And and he's gonna do that all the time. So we're struggling against principalities and powers and uh, against the rulers of the darkness. That's the devil. The rulers of the darkness and of this world against spiritual wickedness in high places. And you don't get any higher places than in God's church. Now I'm talking about the natural church now. Devil can't get down in your soul. But he can sure mess this outside up to where the inside don't show up to the world. And uh, so it's our, we're, we're fighting a battle every day. But in, in Corinthians it said, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but are mighty through God to the tearing down the strongholds. God's give us, he's armed, he's armed his army with everything we need to fight the battle. If we'll use it. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand, stand. Now, God wants me to do everything I can. That's what it said, having done all to stand. He wants me to do everything I can to stand firm for him. But there's times, and I, I mentioned this a while ago, there's times that we just can't handle it. we got to have help from God. And he's provided, and I've, I've said this three or four times, he's provided everything we need, but we got to, we got to let him know we need it. He knows it. But he wants us to ask him. He told us, he said, to present our bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is our reasonable service. He wants us to humble our hearts and call on him with every need that we've got. And uh, and he he's already supplied them. He just wants us to ask. Anybody got anything? Stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness. The Bible said we're the light of the world. A city is set on a hill that cannot be hid. And you gotta have on the you gotta have on the armor of God. Now, if you if you read through through these things, there ain't no armor on your back. 
So if you if you start retreating, turn you back to the enemy, you're going to get shot down. So we we put on the breastplate of righteousness, and our righteousness is as filthy rags. And the, the only righteousness there is is in Jesus. So we we gotta we gotta put on Jesus if, if you want to have it that way. We got him down in our soul and we've gotta live to where that shows up on the outside. And uh, we're we're supposed to be the light of the world and we're we're actually not that light. If you if you look at it right, we're just a reflection of that light. And uh, just like the sun reflects off of the moon, uh, God God reflects Jesus through us, His righteousness. That's what we're talking about. And God and it keeps it keeps going right back. What I've been saying all the time, he's give us everything we need if we'll use it. I believe I believe there's a lot of people that believe getting baptized in the water gets them in, and we all know that's not the, that's not the, that don't all that does is show to the world that that you've got a testimony of being saved. That's what it's supposed to do. But if we're depending on the water baptism to get us to heaven, that goes along with what Blaine was saying. Uh, you can believe a lie and be damned. Being a member, and I, I've done talked about what a great church God's blessed us with, but being a member of Lima Missionary Baptist Church won't get you to heaven. The only thing gets you there is being saved by the grace of God. And, uh, and the only way to be a Christian is to do all you can to stand and then stand. And... Uh, We'll say some more on that maybe in a minute, but having a, stand therefore having your loins girt about with truth and having on the breastplate of righteousness. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. So it's all in Jesus. And uh, it is the only name given among men under heaven whereby we must be saved. There's no other way. And your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. And this goes back to what Blaine was saying. 
we've got to have the right foundation. Our, our feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. And that, that'll fit right in with studying to shew thyself approved a workman unto God that needeth not to be ashamed rightly dividing the word of truth. Now, by the same token, me and Terry was talking a while ago, and he's teaching out in the young people's class for a week or two, and they're teaching in some kind of deep territory, and they wanted him to do it. And uh, he said, he's telling me that where they was at, and said, hey, some of that he don't understand. And I said, well, there's a lot of it I don't either. And uh, uh, But he said, all, all I can do is just say I don't know. And, and you all know I've done that before. Uh, we can only we can only go with what God will let us go with. And I remember I've told this a lot of times, but I had a scripture one time. I did. I was, I was just a teenager, I guess, when it first started. I, I wanted I wanted to understand it bad so I could contradict what somebody else believed. I knew, I knew it the way they were saying wasn't right, but I didn't understand it. And I asked all kinds of people, and none of them, none of them didn't tell me or couldn't or didn't. And one day over on Albert Street, I had, I come to church, and I, and the lesson, that scripture was in the Sunday school lesson. And I still didn't know what it was talking about. And about just a few minutes before I had to get up here, God gave it to me. And uh, so he'll, he'll give us what we need when we need it. And if, if, if I ask for understanding on a scripture or something and God don't give it to me, it's because I don't need it. I'd like to be able to get up and explain everything in the Bible perfectly. But if, if, if I could do that, I'd start thinking, I'd start thinking in here, boy, I, I'm pretty good. But the thing of it is, I read these Sunday school lessons every Sunday, and I say, oh, Lord, I need help again. And that's where it comes from. If God don't give it to us, we ain't got it. Your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Get on the right foundation and you can stand. If, if we build our house on the sand... The storms are going to come along and it's going to fall. But if we're on the rock, I thought about, I was thinking about this, and I thought about Press Shackelford used to stand over on, we had some seats on the side over on Albert Street. He, he sat over there most of the time. And he'd testify quite often about being on the rock. And uh, we're... We all, if we've been saved by the grace of God, he set our feet on a rock. When he spoke peace to our soul, he picked us up, set our feet on a rock, and established our going. Now, he gave, he gave us all a job to keep ourselves unspotted from the world, to lay aside all the weights and sins that beset us. He saved my soul that, that Sunday morning, I talk about that all the time. 
He saved my soul on Sunday morning in 1956. But he didn't change this carcass you're looking at. He gave me a great big job. Get this guy cleaned up. It's my job. It's my job to put on the whole armor. And, and to do that, you've got to study. You've got to come to church. Uh, you've got to pray. And uh, I believe maybe as Elbert Smith used to say all the time, if you if you if you're going to be a Christian, you got to study that. You got to read God, study God's word. You got to come to church, and you got to pray. And if you do all those things on a regular basis, with an humble heart. Now I've tried to do those things out of here before, and they didn't work. So we got to humble our heart, and and approach God right in everything we do for Him. And he'll help us. He'll, he'll give us everything we need. Anybody got anything? Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. Without faith, the Bible said, it's impossible to please him. For he that cometh to him must believe that he is and that he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. And uh, so we have to have faith in God. And, and the Bible said faith come by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. And uh, God delivers. Well, I, Everybody can relate to this. It's been saved. God delivered to me the measure of faith that Sunday morning when Flavius Ash preached out of, out of Matthew, thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And God preached that through him right down in here. And he delivered, he delivered enough faith till I, I knew I was lost. And I knew if I come to Jesus, I could get saved. But I've told my story so many times, people get tired of hearing it, I guess. But... I was standing there holding the bench. I, I had no intention of coming to the altar. I was 15 years old, and I was proud. I didn't want nobody to see me cry. I didn't want nobody to know how bad a shape I was in. But when Edna Mason come to me, I come out of there. Don't remember much after that. God saved my soul. And... Uh, it ain't been smooth sailing all the way, but I've had a God with me all the time, ever, ever step of the way. Even when I've been wrong, He was with me. I tell, I, I tell that all the time, but God's told me a lot of times that I was wrong. And uh, even, even if I just think about doing something that ain't right, if I just... If I just think about maybe staying home from church, use that for an example. Uh, I can't get away with it. But anyway, unless I certainly have a real good reason for not do it, for not being here. But anyway,
Anybody else got anything? So God, God's armor does what it's, what he made it for. But if we don't put it on, that's one, I've done said this two or three times. If we don't put on the whole armor of God, I mean, if I just had a helmet on, I'd leave the rest of me open and uh, we have to be protected and the only way we're protected is in Jesus I talked about the the, uh, breastplate of righteousness and the shield of faith we gotta we gotta we gotta be able and believe when we go to God with a need in our life. We must believe that he is and he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. And uh, God, he'll take care of us. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, the helmet of salvation. Uh, and I thought all week on this one, the, our salvation, my salvation, I'll, I'll bring it down to me, my salvation ought to be the most important thing in my life. It ought to be the top thing in my life. So that we put on the helmet of salvation and we get, first, you got to be saved to get any of this stuff. But I, we put on the helmet of salvation, we ought, we ought to be thankful every day of our life for what Jesus done for us. Uh, in the I read last week in the 100th Psalm, he said, enter into his gates with uh, thanksgiving 
and into his courts with praise. And uh, we ought to be thankful and praise God every day of our life for what he put down in our soul. And for the opportunity, and he's, he's give us a great opportunity to be a light to our people. And I heard a fellow talking on TV this morning about people being the light and the salt of the earth and, and uh, uh, said God, God put us, and I've said this a lot of times, God put us where we're at for a purpose. And I'm not just talking about this church. That's part of it. But the jobs that we work on, the schools we go to, the neighborhoods we live in, God put us there for a purpose. Somebody needs Jesus. And we're, if, if we've got on the whole armor of God, then God's going God's to gonna show through. The helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. And uh, we need to be, if we've been saved by the grace of God, any time at all, we need to be established in God's Word. And that, that don't mean we know it all. But we need to study, come to church, listen to what the preacher says, and uh, you can learn a lot from that. But we need to get in the book. Now, there's, there's times that I try to, I try to read it and, and it just don't, don't get nothing. By the same token, there's times that I've been reading the book and maybe not really getting into it real good, but I'm I kind of interested, you know, but ain't really into it, and come across just one little verse of Scripture, and God fill my cup up and run it over. And uh, so God, God gives us what we need when we need it if we do our part. Now, those times, those times that God gave me the blessings when I was reading, there's been a lot of those. If I hadn't been reading, I wouldn't have got them blessings. The times that I get a blessing here at church, if I wasn't here, I wouldn't get that blessing. And the time, I guarantee you, the times that God, God's blessed me trying to teach Sunday school, I wouldn't have got them if I hadn't been here. Same way with the singers, when they sing, God blesses them. If they wasn't doing their job, they wouldn't get that blessing. But we got we got to put on the whole armor of God and use what God give us. Take the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, and everything that we do in God's house, when we're having a church service, ought to line up with God's Word. The Bible said, watch thy foot when thou goest to the house of God and be more ready to hear than to give the sacrifice of fools, for they consider not that they do evil. If, 
If I, tr if I try to make me up a testimony and give it, I've, I've, I've disrupted the service. So I, if I humble my heart and God gives me something to do and I do that with all my might, everything God will give me, God will bless me. That goes with every one of us. If we've got a job to do, do it with everything God will give you to do it with. Put on the whole armor. And, and we can, and this goes back to that verse Blaine was talking about, we can quench the fiery darts of Satan. We can keep, we can keep them from messing up our lives. If they get through, if we ain't got the armor on, we're going to get injured. And some of those injuries that Satan inflicts on God's people are hard to get over. If you've got, if somebody's got a lot of confidence in you, and and the and the devil gets a hold of you and you mess up, sometimes it's pretty hard to build that confidence back up. So we need to, we need to be very watchful and keep the armor on. So if we, our salvation ought to be the most important thing in our life. But by, by the same token, everything that goes with it ought to be important in our life. And I've heard, uh, I've heard people say before, they just couldn't, they just, they just couldn't live like we do. If, if a person's been saved, they can live for God if they want to. When you've done all to stand, stand. And uh, I made up my mind a long time ago that I was coming to church and I was going to try to do my best for God which I've failed at a whole lot. But we have, to, we have to determine in this fella, this guy right here is the one that gives us trouble. This, this what's down in our soul wants to do God's will all the time. It's this guy right here that's contrary. And we have a battle, but the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but are mighty through God to the tearing down a stronghold. If, if Satan's giving you a hard time, the Lord's got the weapons to take care of him. But we got to humble our heart and say, Lord, you're, I'm here again. I need your help. And, uh, and we got a good God. I have never, I have never went to God with a problem, and I mean right out of my heart, that he wasn't right there to help me, and he didn't always do away with the problem, but he'd give me help to be able to handle it. 
and uh, I know everybody here understands that I think but God God will help us now listen praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints praying always the Bible said pray without ceasing now that don't mean you got to be on your knees here at the altar all your life you'd starve to death uh, but God God knows what we have need of from a natural standpoint and he told us he told us to do different things. We gotta, we gotta make a living for our families, and and God knows that. God commanded us to do that, really. And uh, uh, but have you ever been at work and uh, thinking about God or meditating on a scripture or singing a song, and God come along and bless you? That's what I'm talking about. Have your mind and heart where if, if you need to pray, if something comes along you need to pray about, you're able to do that. And uh, a lot of times we get our, our, our minds wandering all over the place and forget about God, and then we can't pray if, if, if the need arises. So we need to... We need to stay as close to God as we can where we can pray. Always. And in the Spirit. That's the only way you can pray. The Bible said the Spirit maketh intercession for us with groanings that cannot be uttered. And I've had a couple experiences where I've got down to pray and all I could do was cry. And God knew what was in my heart. I just couldn't get the words out. And uh, and He'll He'll take care of us. Guaranteed, if we if we go to God with that attitude, He's right there. If our kids was little, and I, everybody can relate to this. I guess it's got kids when they was little. If 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 one of them got hurt or something, uh, we was concerned about them. We wanted to take care of them, see that they got the help they needed. And God's the same way with every one of us. We're his kids. We're his children. And he's concerned about us. And he's, he's already provided every need that will ever arise in our life. And I've a lot of times I, when I try to pray, I start out trying to thank God for how good he's been to me and for a lot of different blessings, and you all know how that goes. And, and, and he has blessed me abundantly, natural, spiritual, the whole, the whole bit. Blessed me beyond measure. But then every once in a while I think, to thank God for the blessings he's given me that I don't know anything about. I believe he's took care of me in places that I don't even know about. And uh, 
And there's a lot of there's a lot of things I don't know, but I think I'm running out of time. I can't see that clock very good, but uh, but we need to put on we need to use what God's provided for us. And and there's another scripture I want to quote real quick that goes right along with this in the book of Peter. He said I. He told us that to add to your faith virtue, virtue, knowledge, knowledge, temperance, temperance, patience, patience, brotherly kindness, brotherly kindness, charity, and brotherly and charity, love. If these be in you and are bound, they make you that you will neither be barren nor unfruitful. But he said, he that lacketh these things is blind and cannot see afar off and hath forgot that he was purged from his old sin. So we need... God's provided everything we need. All we got to do is humble our hearts and get it. And if you think if you think you ain't got all the armor on or you ain't got everything added to your faith you need, we got a great big God. And if your heart if your heart's in it, he'll help you. He, he's already provided it. So we we just need to take advantage of it.